Welcome back to another episode of Discussions at the Dishwasher. My name is Ethan Morrison, and where where do I even begin? Where do I even begin? Words cannot express how deeply mad I am about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Where, like, I don't even know where to start. I mean, there's two things where I'm angry and upset. There, there's two areas. There's one, the game itself, and the game in general. And then there's the stuff that went on after the game. Which really doesn't even have anything to do with the Steelers. It has something to do with the Cincinnati Bengals. But we're going to get into that in a little bit. But, you know, to start off, I mean, always... I mean, you know, how we kick things off. And I don't even I don't even know where to begin. I I'm still it's been a day and I am still very angry with this team. I am. So, you know, with that being said, let's get polishing. Now, this game going into it, I I knew the Steelers were struggling. I knew they were dealing with injuries. I said on the Saturday morning chat with Nick Hederick, which is great if you want to look at that. I was about a 3 or a 4 on the panic scale. Nick was at a 5. Now, I'm up to a 6 now after that game. Now, I said before the game, I was like, you know, without Watt, they're still going to be struggling without him. But, you know, it's the Bengals. They're still going to be able to get to the quarterback, get to Joe Burrow, which, I mean, for the most part, early on in the game, they were. But then it started to deteriorate the defensive line. Weren't able to get much pressure on him, and Burrow had a ton of time in the pocket. Now, they're also dealing with injuries on the defensive side as well as the offensive side, but I was like, hey, they're not going to struggle this much against the Cincinnati Bengals. This should be a game where they should win. And, you know, more and more, I was like, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna win this game. It's going to be close. I didn't think they were going to blow out the Bengals with the way they were dealing with injuries and all of that. But I was like, they're going to do enough where they're going to walk home with the win. Then when Sunday rolled around, we didn't see any of this. We saw terrible play calling by the Steelers. We saw terrible play by Ben Roethlisberger. Early on in the season, I don't know if I said it on this show. I don't know if I said it on the Saturday morning chat. I think I did say it on the Saturday morning chat. I said, and everybody, everyone in media said, across the board said, oh, Ben just needs to make a few throws, and he'll be all right. For the most part, they were right. They were. Ben needed to make a few mistake-free throws during the game, and the Steelers would be all right. He did not. Two interceptions for Ben Roethlisberger. One was a deep pass, which was, you know, shouldn't have been an interception, but, you know, it was whatever. Then the second one, he threw into triple coverage. Triple coverage. Why in the world he scrambled to throw it in triple coverage? That was stupid. Another thing that was stupid, the play calling. Holy crap. That was terrible. Pathetic, Matt Canada. Pathetic. 
I don't know who. It was either Matt Canada or Ben Roethlisberger. It was pathetic. You mean to tell me. I know this offensive line has struggled. And this will be brought up in just a little bit. The offensive line was terrible that game. You do enough just to get by. That's all you need to do. Week one, you did all right. You didn't get penalized. You didn't have any pre-stat penalties. No, but in this game, you did. You did. I don't know how many times there was a pre-stat penalty in this game or a holding call in this game where there shouldn't have for this team. There shouldn't have. You have guys struggling. They're rookies, I know, but still, they struggle. All you have to do is just do a little bit and block for your guy, Najee Harris. You can't even do that without getting penalized. Freaking illegal formation in the on the first play of the game. What are you doing? Stupid. Back to the play calling. There you go. I already touched on the offensive line. That's what I was going to say. It needs to improve. It's not good where it's at right now. Drastic things need to do. Kevin Dotson, you suck. I'm going to say you suck. Nothing has shown you. I mean, we, we, we heard in preseason that you haven't done any work. And it shows on the field. It shows on the field. Kendrick Green, I know you're a rookie too. You haven't been performing up to, to standard. I knew this offensive line was going to have growing pains. But, you know, you got to be able to do the little things first before you, you know, start to improve. And they can't even do that. They can't even go without getting a pre-snap penalty. And that's the things that need to change. They need to change because if you keep getting these pre-snap penalties and you're still trying to grow as a line, as a unit, it's going to all go to hell. And we saw it in this game. Also, play calling. What the hell, Matt Canada? What the hell, Ben Roethlisberger? What are you doing on the three-yard line? On the three-yard line. About to score. About to score. What do you do? You pass and get called for pass interference. What are you doing? That was boneheaded. That was stupid. I know the offensive line has not performed well. I know that. We saw in this whole game they weren't. But still, you have Najee Harris, who is more than capable, and in, 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 in down a distance, you're on the three-yard line. You have three yards to get. Three yards to get. You don't do anything but run the ball up the middle. That's what you do. That's what you're taught to do. Instead, you go out for a screen pass. And what do you do? Huh? Huh? Screen pass, pass interference. Oh, my. God, that was that wasn't even the worst one, and I blew up. That wasn't even the worst one. Fourth and ten in the fourth quarter. What do they do? They throw a screen pass to Najee Harris to get two yards on a fourth and ten. On a fourth and ten. Throw a little screen pass to Najee Harris on a 4th and 10 to pick up 2 yards. Things need to change. And yes, I did just blow a gasket right there. And, I mean, that's how I feel. I, I didn't feel this coming into the year. I'm going to be honest, I did not. I did not see them struggling this much 
this early. They have a gauntlet, a gauntlet of a schedule late in the year. They're not even playing the cream of the crop right now. They're not. They're play, they played a Las Vegas team who they should have beat, but they didn't. They just played a Cincinnati Bengals team that they should have beat. They did not. They beat a Buffalo Bills team who, I mean, the Steelers. I mean, they played well in that game. They did. I know Buffalo struggled, but the Steelers still played well. They played sound defense, and they also, when Ben needed to make throws, he made throws. Like I said on the Saturday morning chat, all Ben needs to do is make the throws. He did not. Everyone's saying he's uh, washed up. And, you know, yeah. I can see that. I mean, I, I knew Ben wasn't 2015 Ben or 2017 Ben. Some people still thought he was. I thought, you know, Ben's Ben, I mean, he's still going to try to make the throws that he made in his quote-unquote prime. But I, I didn't think it would be to the point where, I mean, it's not even watchable. Like, I don't know. But, like, everyone's saying, oh, bench, bench Ben, bench Ben. But for who? Who are you going to bring in? Like, who else better is going gonna, is gonna to come in and, you know, play up to the style where they want to play and are able to win ballgames. Cam Newton's name been, has been tossed around. Um, I, I, I have really no comment on that. If they were to get, I mean, but I, I, I don't see where he's going to fit. I really don't. You're, you're, you sign Haskins to a deal. You extend Rudolph. No really r reason why you should bring him on right now at this point unless Ben gets injured. But, you know, who are you going to bring? Who, if, if people are so adamant on benching Ben, yeah, you could bring in Dwayne Haskins, but, you know, is that going to be much better? I don't know. Maybe maybe you, you, you have to see the other options at play here. Because the way Ben performed these past two weeks will not get it done in any game whatsoever this year, especially with the teams they are about to play. They get a game against Green Bay this week. Uh, I'm not even going to preview that because I'm, I'm not even going to talk about that game just yet. We'll talk about it on the Saturday morning chat. They got Green Bay this weekend. Then the following weekend, they got the Denver Broncos. If they lose this week, it's going to be, okay, whatever. It's the Packers. They're a talented team. But but on be certain, week five, you have to win that game. You just do. There's no reason why they should, I mean, shouldn't win that game week five. Yeah, the, I mean, the Broncos are a pretty decent team. They're not upper echelon of the NFL-type caliber team. But they're still a team where, you know, they're, they're, they're going to win some games. So this is a, that's a good game where the Steelers, you know, need to win. Hopefully next week you're more healthy, both offensively and defensively. I know you're going to be dealing with injuries with Juju and TJ Watt. You're still dealing with that. A couple of groin injuries here or there. 
which has seemed to be, you know, the whole roster for the Steelers are dealing with groin injuries right now, which is, you know, absurd. But we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out in the next two weeks. But let's move on to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't believe I read this today. Okay, Mike Hilton said he didn't feel valued in Pittsburgh. That's funny. That's freaking hilarious, Mike Hilton. That's freaking hilarious. He was about to go get cut or be on the practice squad back in, I don't even know when it was, 2017, when the Steelers gave him a shot, and he blossomed into this nice young competitor. And, you know, he was amazing for the Steelers. Nothing against him there. But, you know, when he went to Cincy, you know, it was like, oh, okay, Mike Hilton's gone. That was a that was an intricate intricate piece and a great piece for the Steelers on the defensive side of the ball. So obviously things were need, needed to change and everything this and that. But I'm not. I mean, we're not here to talk about that. We're going to talk about him saying he's not valued in Pittsburgh. He was valued in Pittsburgh. Let me let me tell you, he was. And and people are you know, since then. Why did you pay him? Why did you pay him? Because you couldn't. We couldn't. Or they couldn't. Sorry, they couldn't. You want to know why? Because they were out of cap. They were out of cap. You're not. How are you supposed to pay them when you're out of cap? They wanted. They had more bigger priorities on their hands, which was signing T.J. Watt. They didn't even sign Joe Hayden. They did not. They didn't sign Joe Hayden, who wanted to deal with the Steelers to be a Steeler the rest of his career. They did not get that done. They barely got T.J. Watt's deal done. So. Why is Mike Hilton complaining? There's there's really no need to say, oh, I wasn't valued in Pittsburgh. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Then he waves to the crowd after when they won the game. Mike Hilton, you didn't do shit this game. You did not. You didn't do anything this game except jump off sides for the Bengals. Yeah, your team won, but you had no, you had no impact in that game whatsoever. You didn't sack Ben like you said. Ooh, I want to get my hands on Ben Rutherford. You didn't do that. No. At least I don't think you did. I don't think you did. I really don't. So, no, you're saying you weren't valued in Pittsburgh. That's the most stupidest. I'm not going to swear. That's the most stupidest stuff I've ever heard. Because he was. He was. He was a great piece on this defense. And now he's in Cincy, which is fine. Which is fine. I don't have a problem with him in Cincy. And then, and then, and then, we got Tyler Boyd. Oh, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Here we go. Here's a statement from Tyler Boyd. I think the good thing about that was not only did the Steelers feel that, everybody in the country felt it. Because the last plays of the game for them, they gave up. They gave up. You could see it. They had three drops in a row. For a team to see that is us giving more power, giving us the antidote to know how good we are. So for a team to just lay down like that before the game is over, 
because no matter how much we are losing by or whatever the case may be, I know I, I know, I know I, uh, I know us, and we are not giving up. We're going to continue to try and make plays, and make something happen. But they portrayed the whole to the whole nation on TV what they were about and how they gave up. So we got to take advantage. Shut up. Shut up! First of all, let me let, me let you in on a little secret. The whole country did not get that game Tyler Boyd. Let's just leave it at that. Also, Tyler, it wasn't it wasn't that the Steelers just magically started to air quotes give up at the end of the game. They didn't just do that. No, they didn't. Their play calling just sucked. It did. We saw play calling like that all game. So the Steelers didn't give up. That's the most stupidest thing I've ever heard. They were just bad. They were just god awful the whole game. They they did not show and, and to, get, to give up. No, they drove down the field on your ass that last drive. They did. They didn't score. They didn't they didn't convert on fourth and ten because of that screen pass. But they still drove down the field. They did. There's no denying that. If they were to give up, they would have punted. Or, you know, they would have kicked a field goal. That's what they would have done. They would have kicked a field goal on fourth and ten. That's what they would have done, Tyler Boyd. That's what they would have done. That is the most stupidest thing I have ever heard. And yeah, the Steelers are going to get a lot of that all season long. All season long. And you know what? Just keep your head down and keep rolling. Just keep your head down and keep rolling. You know, when I hear something like that, I know the Steelers play terrible this year. Terrible. But when you hear that, and say, oh, the team gave up. No. No. They did not give up. It was like that the whole game, and you know it. You know that, Tyler Boyd. They did not just magically in the fourth quarter, give up. Eric Ebron, that was his first target of the game, Tyler Boyd. His first target of the game that he dropped. That isn't showing. Oh, yeah. If let's just, let's just say Tyler Boyd dropped a pass. Oh, Tyler Boyd just gave up. That's basically what you're saying. But I digress. That has been yet another episode of Discussions at the Dishwasher. I want to thank all of you for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Saturday morning chat, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. And I will see you next time. And don't forget to keep your dishes clean.